What's shaking, my friends? You are listening to the Trembling EMT Podcast. Episode 7. Um, I want to talk about fear. And I've actually tried recording this. This, I think, is my fourth attempt. You think someone who decided to write a... Or write... Someone who decided to start a podcast would be better at words. But, um, not me. Like I said, I want to talk about fear. I'm going to play an audio clip from uh, Will Smith, who does a, talks about skydiving and challenging your fears. So, here it goes. If there was one uh, concept that I would um, suggest to people to take a daily confrontation with, is fear. Um, the... The, the problem with fear is that it lies. For me, the, the daily confrontation um, with, with fear has become a real practice for me since about three, three years ago, um, I, went, uh, I went skydiving. So then that night, you're laying in your bed and you just keep... <laughs> and you're terrified. You keep imagining over and over again jumping out of an airplane and you can't figure out why you would do that. So you get there... And then you have this safety brief and you're standing there and the guys would say, well, if the chute doesn't open, what's going to happen is you're doing you. Well, why the hell? Why, what could happen that the chute, the chute wouldn't open? Right. But everything's normal. So you fly and you go up, you go up, you go up, you go up to 14000 feet and you notice there's a, a, a light. It's red and it's yellow and green. Right. So right now the light's red. So then you start thinking at some point the light's going to go green but you don't know what's going to happen. Right. And you wait, and it goes yellow, and the light goes green, and somebody opens the door, and in that moment, you realize you've never been in a freaking airplane with the door open. (laughs) Terror, 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 right? So you go, and then, you know, if if you were smart, you sat in the back so you don't go first, right? And then people start going out of the airplane. And you go, and the guy walks you up to the end of the thing and you're standing and your toes are on the edge and you're looking out down to death (laughs) and they say on three and they say one two and he pushes you on two because people grab on three right (laughs) right and you go and you fall out of the airplane and in one second you realize that it's the most blissful experience of your life. You're flying. There's zero fear. You realize that the point of maximum danger is the point of minimum fear. It's bliss. It's bliss. The the lesson for me was, why were you scared in your bed the night before? Why did you, what do you need that fear for? Just don't go. Why are you scared in your bed 16 hours before you jump? Why are you scared in the car? Why could you not enjoy breakfast? What, 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 what did you need that the fear is fear of what? You're nowhere even near the airplane. Everything up to the stepping out, there's actually no reason to be scared. It only just ruins your day. You're, you don't have to jump. And then in that moment, all of a sudden, where you should be terrified is the most blissful experience of your life. 
and God placed the best things in life on the other side of terror. On the other side of your maximum fear are all of the best things in life. I like that video. Um, or, yeah, it's, uh, you can find it on YouTube. I have a bunch of fears and from time to time I conquer my fears. Nine times out of ten when we, uh, when we conquer our fears we do, we don't know that we're doing it but we do risk analysis and mitigate the, the risk and all that internally and just process that we do and we conquer our fears. I, uh, I got a chance to conquer my fear of heights one time. Not by skydiving. I still haven't, not that brave yet. But, um, I'm, I'm afraid of heights. And, not afraid of heights, I'm afraid of falling. And afraid of what happens when you suddenly stop from a fall. I conquered it one time, uh, I was a volunteer firefighter at some point in my life. And, uh, something I really wanted to do, I got the opportunity to, to go to fire school and just take, like, an essentials class. It wasn't, like, pro boards or anything. And for those who don't understand that, it's just fire talk. Part of graduation was you had to do a ladder evolution, which entailed Climbing a 24-foot ladder into a second-story window, going across the room, jumping onto the roof, down a roof ladder, onto another 24-foot ladder, run across the yard, probably 35-foot ladder into a, th- into a tower. Not fun, but I did it. But before, like, the day of, I was a hot mess, and I worked up the courage, and I did, and I conquered my fear. Wasn't pretty, but it got that. And uh from time to time like I conquer that fear just doing little things like climbing a ladder how do you conquer the fears of the unknown, like when you truly don't know what's going to happen? Like with the fear of the ladder, like I know I can prepare for it or I can I can say, Hey, there's stuff in place that'll keep me from falling, or if I do this the proper way, my my fear, what I'm afraid of, won't happen. But what happens when you're, when you're afraid of the unknown? Like, what's going to happen, and the reason I say this is because lately I've been, at work I've been, and it's mostly at work that's been on my mind because I've been having trouble doing little stuff, and I've been having trouble for quite some time now, but I don't know, for the past two weeks, every time I shake at work or can't do something as fast as I wanted to do, something in the little back of my head starts, starts chatting about what's going to happen when I can't do my job anymore. And the reason why it's a fear is because I've always had a fear of not being able to provide for my family. And when when I sit when I sit down and think of it, I'm pretty sure I'll come up with something. I'm very resourceful. That fear has always been a fear that I've 
been able to manage by having multiple jobs. So I've been able to keep myself employed and have that backup plan. If if I lose this job, I'll have this job. And there's been times where I've lost a part-time job and just picked hours at other hours or needed to leave a full-time job and I've managed to find something just because I'm good at I've always had lifelines. I don't know. But this fear of not being able to work has become more real since the Parkinson's. And weighing on my mind more. So I figured I'd talk about it, but how does someone prepare for that? Like, and it's not like someone can tell me, oh, you got a couple couple more years, you got 10, 5 years, 20, because doctors won't be able to tell me what the progression of my Parkinson's, because it's kind of different for everyone. But how do I start preparing for that? Like, do I start look, looking for jobs that I can do with the Parkinson's? Do I start compensating and adapting? Which I'm sure that'll, what will happen eventually and come a couple of years from now. Hopefully still be doing this blog and I'll be like, remember episode seven when I talked about my fear and how it never happened or there was nothing to be afraid of. Pretty sure that'll be the case. But until then, my fear is real. I guess I'll just have to struggle through it and keep reminding myself it's going to be okay. It's all about how you look. It's all about perspective. Eventually I'll, I'll adapt. What else can I talk about since I need to start talking more about other stuff and making these podcasts longer? For those with the Parkinson's that are dealing with depression, um, I get it. It's There's a lot that weighs on your mind and it can be overwhelming. This blog helps me. And uh, just talking about it. Having having a a good support group, circle of friends. Pretty sure there's a bunch of uh, PED support groups out there. Find one, talk about it. And I'm pretty sure someone else is going through the same thing. So can rely on someone's strength. So another thing that been happening lately. I'm not happening lately, but. I guess I've noticed it. People's reaction to me telling them that I have Parkinson's. Not that it's, I've had any weird reaction or, well, I tend to be a jokester. So a couple times when I, uh, I always have to say things with a disclaimer because people usually don't believe me when I say stuff. And that's my own fault. When you're a class clown, it tends to happen. 
But, uh, like, I'll start talking and we'll be in mid-conversation. I'll say, oh, I've started exercising for... So, the one of the last times that I told someone, we were talking about how I was going to physical therapy and started exercising and stuff like that and working out. And they're like, oh, you're trying to lose weight? And I was like, no, um, I have Parkinson's. And she started laughing. And I paused and I waited for a couple seconds. And she's like, wait, you're not kidding? I'm like, no. I'm like, really? Um, yeah, no, I wasn't kidding. So that's weird. And how do I always wondered, how do you, how do you tell someone? How do you bring it up? I don't know. Just little things that have been on my mind lately. The how you're doing questions also, I want to say interesting, because I'm doing okay, but that's because I don't think about it much. I just, I have Parkinson's. I'm shaky. It's going to get worse, but I just worry about my life, like, I still, I have bills to pay, uh, kids get her, I don't know, I guess, I never know how I'm doing because I don't think about it, and that's, I don't know, I don't want to say it's a problem, but that's just who I am, I don't, it's not that I don't think about things, I don't dwell on things. And, which I guess I don't stress as much, but my wife one time asked me, or said that I don't stress, because she, uh, she stresses a lot, and if we both stressed the way she stressed, we'd get nothing accomplished. And instead, I don't stress, because I do stress on certain situations. And now you can tell when I'm stressed because I'm shaking it up. Literally. But I try to focus my stress into finding a solution to whatever's stressing me. I don't know. I just lost my train of thought. Where was I going? Let's talk about stress. Yeah, um, yeah, that's right. I was talking about how was I doing? How the how you doing question. I always tell one everyone I'm okay. I am always okay. People will tell you I'm always smiling. And I'm okay because I choose to focus on the good stuff. The support that I have. And focus on the fact that things could always be worse. And I'm always a Robin Williams fan in the Poet Society. Big fan of perspective and the way you look at things. The the scene where he stands up on the on the table. Talks about seizing the day. Oh, Captain, my Captain. And some people tend to focus on the on the bad things, and that's what makes matters worse. 
Just focusing on what's wrong. At least from my, my experience. Has never helped anyone. So, I guess that's one way to conquer my fear is just focus on the good things or the things that I can do and know that there's, there is a solution out there and I'm pretty sure once I come to that crossroad, I'll be able to find that solution and better mitigate my fear. I posted a a quote on my Instagram the other day which kind of fitting for for this episode. The quote is it's okay not to be okay as long as you're not giving up. Definitely not the case. I'm definitely not giving up. And it's okay not to be okay. And I guess I always tell people that I'm okay because I like to be the strong one, but this is, I guess, this is me telling those people that I've told that I'm okay, that really not okay, but not giving up. Um, I'm sure I said that with my wife. Every time she's asked me, are you okay? I'm like, oh, I'm fabulous. My new, my new phrase is fabulously shaky. Or fabulously trembling. Either way, I'm still fabulous. But it helps me keep in better spirits. Help me focus on a solution. Okay, I think I'm gonna call it a day. Because I'm pretty sure this episode sounds like nothing but mixed match thoughts and ramblings. And that's because it is. I sat down just to to get stuff off my mind. And like I said, you think someone with uh, the podcast would be better at putting thoughts into words, but I'm working on it. Definitely working on it. But, uh, thank you all again for listening. And remember, it's okay not to be okay. And create your own greatness. Talk to you guys later.